horrors and fellow deadites and welcome to our life in horror we are a horror movie podcast with a gore filled side of news physical media and everything spooky my name is brennan a horror addict since birth and with me always is my horror queen sam hi guys we are our life in horror you can find us on instagram tiktok twitter and our email is our life in horror at hotmail.com we are also on patreon uh where we do bonus episodes after hour shows and we got a discord where we all chat uh shout out to our patreon members sean miki Bo, aj and rob thank you for subscribing we're back yeah what's up (laughs) we missed last week we apologize we had an incident with our dogs which we have kind of posted about they got into a pretty bad fight yes and now we're dealing with the repercussions of that fight yeah they don't get along anymore um so shit sucks uh we have to literally have them separated at all times i can't bring them both to work anymore i have to alternate um they have to go outside at alternate times uh so it's a pain in the butt um, so we are just kind of adjusting to this new life. <laughs> um, we're, getting, we're getting better. We're getting a little better. Yeah, I'm not feeling as flustered as week one, but still not great. Um, yeah. We got Bruce fixed and Max is going to be getting fixed next and we're going to start training. Yeah, that's like still like a month and a half away at least, probably two months because... Well, once Max is healed... Yeah, but it takes like two weeks from the heel, right? Yeah, but anyway, that's what's been happening. So yeah, it's been a bit of a clusterfuck over here. Hopefully we can at least make them coexist in this house and yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a special episode today. It's October. It's October. It is officially, I think September is, is spooky season, but... It's officially spooky season. Yeah, so it's October the 2nd. Yeah. Awesome. So this will be released on October the 3rd, but... No, today's October 1st. Today's October 2nd. We're, no, we're recording on the 1st. Actually? It's the first day of October. I thought... I sw- no, come on. I promise oh, you. it is. Yep, okay. Yeah. Oops. Everyone's posting about it today. I've been looking. <laughs> okay, I thought it was the 2nd. No, it, this comes out on the 2nd. Um, so our episode today, we are going to go over our top 10 favorite movies to watch during spooky season. Yeah. So Brendan came up with the top 10, and I came up with the top 10. We have not seen each other's lists. Um, we'll tell you the IMDb score and Rotten Tomatoes of each, and two fun facts of each movie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to just do that. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what's on your list. Same. <laughs> um, what? Are we doing anything beforehand? Are we talking about what we've been watching? Or? Yeah, of course. we got to stick to the structural okay. of our podcast. What you've been watching? So much. <laughs> so on the, on the bright side of having to separate our dogs, I've been stuck in the living room this whole time with Max at night. So I've just been watching movies. I've just been cranking them out. I've watched almost a movie almost every night since this incident has happened. Mm-hmm. So I started off with Christine, directed by John Carpenter, which I have probably seen at a very young age, but don't remember. I forgot you watched that. That feels so long ago already. I know. <laughs> um, and I thought that this movie might have made, you know, because it's always on at Halloween. Like, it's a... It's one of those movies that always plays around Halloween time on TV. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, like I'll may, I'll watch it, and then maybe I'll throw it on my top ten. It did not make my top ten, but it's a good movie. Okay. It's good. There's a lot of swearing in it, like lots. Oh, really? Yeah, like a lot. I don't even think I've seen a trailer for this movie. It's like, it just hasn't been something that has piqued my interest. I didn't think it would be, but like there are some shots in this movie that like still hold up like incredibly well. Like, when the car is putting itself back together, seamless. It's it's insane. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. I had to look up afterwards how they did it, because I couldn't figure it out myself. <gasps> so that was my first watch, and then I believe my second watch was Starship Troopers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. It just brought me right back to my childhood, and I just couldn't stop watching, and... The effects of that movie still hold up incredibly well. Hmm. Like, the CGI, I thought it would have been dated as fuck. I did not... Like, some of it still is really dated, like the spaceship stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh... Like, the arachnids, like the bugs that they fight, mm-hmm. they all still look fantastic and hold up incredibly well. Um, 
the acting and stuff like that has just been always over the top and bad. So it's still just fun to watch in that sense. Let me see. And then I'm trying to think when we talked about the, I got through like the Pope's Exorcist, which was good. And then Pray for the Devil, which was meh. It was fine. We talked about that on a bonus episode for mm-hmm. the Patreons. And then I watched a foreign movie, which I didn't know it was. I, I kind of thought it was foreign, but I didn't know where it was from. But I watched Hatching, right. which has some really good practical effects and a very good, deeper... It, it felt like an A24 movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but very well acted by the child actress. And she's like the pinnacle of this movie. Like, she's, like, in every scene, she's, like, the whole movie. And she's a very good little actress. Very good. I, I, I really liked it. Cool. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching? Not a lot. I was going to say, I don't think you've been watching much. I haven't really been in the mindset to watch a movie. And I tried to watch one last... I tried to watch a couple last night. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I tried to watch... Um, I think it's called Minder. Minder? I don't know. Minder. It's French. Um... <laughs> Miki recommended it to me. Um, It's about a girl that wakes up in these pipes and there's a bunch of traps. And while the traps are, like, it's cool, I just, I don't know if it's just my attention span right now. It just, there's just one person in the movie basically trying to get through these traps so there's no dialogue. And I I like the opening. The opening was pretty cool of, like, how she got there, I guess. But, um, yeah, I don't know if I have to maybe watch it another day. Yeah. I turned it off after about a half hour was like, I kind of feel like watching something with some chat. Okay. <laughs> so then I tried Hell House LLC, or Hell House, yeah, LLC, the third one. Yeah, Lake of Fire. Lake of Fire. But um, again, I only got 20 minutes in and I ended up going on TikTok. Hmm. Yeah. I think I might try that one again. Um, I didn't mind the beginning. I know the second one wasn't that great, so I'm not expecting this one to be that good, but... Showing lots of clips from the first movie. Yeah, that's always not a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of scenes where I was like, ooh, that was spooky. And I was like, wait, that's from the first movie. But, um, but yeah, I I haven't sat down and watched a whole movie, I don't think. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I've been watching Love is Blind. There's a new season. Obviously, mm. whipped through that. Yep. Fucking love that. Um. But yeah, I can't even get into any spooky season movies right now. Like, even my list, I'm like, I haven't watched... I've only watched one of those movies this yeah. year so far. And I'm like, I think there's just too much going on with us. That's true. That's fair. But, yeah. That's fine. I'll, I'm going to try really hard. I want to watch... You won't let me watch uh, Freddy vs. Jason, so I decided I'm going to watch Jason X this week. Which I know you probably are like, fuck, I want to watch that with you too. Yeah, I do. But I, those are those are my types of movies. Like, you gotta let me watch movies that I'm in the mood for. I know, it's fine. I get Freddy vs. Jason with you though. Yes, I will save that one for you. Okay. Okay? Um, but I'm going to watch Jason next probably this week. I'm just in the mood for that kind of movie. It's fine. It's eating me alive inside. It's fine. <laughs> I just wanted you to go so badly and watch those franchises with me, but I guess you just have to, I have to let you spread your wings and fly on your own. (laughs) Yeah. Before, uh, before we move on, I did watch another movie last night. Oh, what'd you watch? I watched No One Will Save You. Oh, Which is the new Hulu slash Disney Plus in Canada. Yeah. Release. Everyone's talking about it. It's hyped up. Yeah. Was it worth the hype? It's good. Yeah. I, I can honestly say that out of all the movies I've watched over the last two weeks, this one generally had a, a moment within the movie that freaked me the fuck out. Hmm. I was like, whoa, whoa, I don't like this. And like, not look away, but I was like, heart was pumping pretty good. Huh. So it's, uh, there's like no dialogue throughout the whole I know, movie. and that's what's been deterring me because of my attention span right now, but I'm very curious still. There's lots of hums and sighs and little <laughs> giggles and stuff. The actress really does do a really good job. Okay. Like she's very, she's like facial. She's telling the whole story through her face. And mm-hmm. there's a good assortment of invaders, I'll say too. Oh. So I wasn't sure, like... They're seen a lot too, which is like a scene. I've watched a couple of reviews, and like this is like a big problem that people a lot of ha- like people are having a problem with this is that they're seen frequently. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't just because there's like quite a variety of them it doesn't really bother me that much mm-hmm. because you're never really quite sure and the movie like escalates and escalates and escalates so it starts out with this one instance and then it moves on to a new instance but it's like escalates each time so you think it's kind of going in this direction and then it goes into a different direction and then it goes into another direction but it ties in all very well and then the ending is up for your own interpretation again it felt like an a24 movie okay but um i really liked it it had a really good score uh really good sound effects and stuff like that like uh sound design because you don't really get any dialogue throughout the movie so the sound design is really good but like i guess a lot of people are also having problems with the fact that they're like your classic gray-skinned aliens which i didn't have a problem with like they're still creepy as fuck to look at like they're designed really well um and yeah i had a good time with it okay i forgot to mention a movie too Oh. I didn't finish again because my attention span's <laughs> not there. I got tired actually. Elevator game. Oh right. Yeah. So this is where I have problems with movies. If I'm watching a movie and then I get tired and go to bed, if I wasn't enjoying the movie, I'm not gonna pick it up the next day. So I almost have to stay up and force myself to watch it. But it was a work night, and yeah. I wasn't really enjoying it. I don't know if I should finish it maybe one night this week and just try and give it another chance, but. The characters were just so cringy, so cringy. They're just like these, not kids, but like young adults, like fil- filming, uh, I don't know, filming some show thing. And it's just, uh, they were just so cringy. Hmm. <laughs> I couldn't get past it. But I don't know. I don't know. And everyone else is kind of just in the same boat saying it was okay. So I'm like, do I really feel like wasting my time and finishing it? I don't know. Yeah. So. Let's see. I got through six movies this week, and you maybe made it through one movie. Three halves. <laughs> if you're only a half hour into each movie, you, technically you watched one movie. One movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been on social media a lot lately, too. I made my little sober Instagram page that I'm keeping myself accountable. Yep. Yeah. That's going good. Yeah. Um, Okay. Do we want to... Are you talking about physical media or are we moving on to... I have not collected anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, we, I have two pieces of news. You do have news. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to start out with this physical release that was announced. Okay. Yesterday from Arrow Video that's going to be released in December. So you remember Scream Factory released all the Child's Play movies all mm-hmm. individually mm-hmm. and all at separate times. Arrow Video is going to be releasing a Child's Play box set in 4K and Blu-ray. They all have their own little custom slipcovers. It's all seven films, plus the new documentary that came out uh, this year called titled Living with Chucky. Oh, I want to see that. So, yeah. Um, so, I'm guessing that's what you want now? No. Oh, I thought you were going to want that. No, it's nice. It's nice, but I've already started on the Scream Factories, and um, yeah, I'll just go that way. But like, my point is, Scream Factory, people will buy the fucking box set if you make it. Yeah. Arrow Video has been pumping out box sets this year, left, right, and center. They did The Grudge. They did Arrow, uh, what's that Bates Motel one? Psycho. They did oh. Psycho. Mm-hmm. They did. I think they're doing. Um, they're doing some other hormones. But like, if if you build it, they will buy it. Like you come up with sweet like cover case, just like you did with Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. or you know, um, what were the other ones? Wreck, and I'm trying to think of that other old franchise, The Omen. Like, come start coming out with box sets. People will buy this shit. Yeah. And I guarantee you the box set for Child's Play is like probably around 400 450 probably. Which is probably what people would spend. Like, how much did I spend on The Grudge? It was, about, no it was about 250 I think. So maybe it won't be that expensive. Yeah. But, yeah, they have a nice box set. Like, it's all, like, each one is, like, each individual film is a different version of Chucky. And then there's 
you know, there's Chucky and Tiff, and then there's Chucky, Tiff, and Glenn, and then it goes back to Chucky, and then there's the Living with Chucky one, which is its own separate thing. Mm -hmm. But they also included that last movie, which is something that I think Scream Factory fails to do with, like, the Friday the 13th box set should have had Crystal, uh, Crystal, Camp Crystal Lake Memories, the documentary. Okay. That you had to buy, I had to buy separately, but it's like a six hour long documentary of the franchise, but that should have been included in that box set. Yeah. So if they do like a Nightmare on Elm Street box set, they should have Never Sleep Again, the ultimate Nightmare on Elm Street documentary included in that, because that would be very nice, because that's out of print now and expensive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but... So that's my one piece of news, and I just kind of wanted to get a little quick rant on Scream Factory. Okay. And then we watched the trailer for the upcoming Toxic Avenger, starring Peter Dinklage, like Kevin Bacon. Um, Kevin Bacon was in that? Ke Kevin Bacon's in it. I didn't even see him in the trailer. The trailer doesn't really show a lot. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a... Elijah Wood is in it. What? Yes. There are so many big name actors in this remake. Okay, this changes my opinion a bit now. <laughs> yeah, like you should look at the cast list. It, okay. Because like this movie is a remake of like an eighties trauma movie. They're called trauma. The company is trauma, yeah. and they're super bad. First, hey, stop looking. <laughs> I don't know if they're any good or not. I haven't seen them, but um, in my opinion, they look pretty rough. Mm -hmm. Um. But, like, yeah, Peter Dinklage is going to be the Toxic Avenger. Okay. Um, which is huge. He's just, just such a big name. Um, what did you think of the trailer? Well, okay. I thought it was definitely, it's going to be bloody. Like, it's going to be, it's, the gore kind of reminded me of The Boys. Okay. A little bit, um, which I enjoy. But it felt, a, I know this is contradicting myself, it felt a little superhero-y, which the boys is superhero-y, but I fucking love that show. Because it's raunchy too, though, right? Yeah. So I don't know what this, I wasn't sure if this was going to be my type of movie, but now that you're naming all these, like, Elijah Wood and Kevin Bacon and stuff, I might give it a chance. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Yeah, so, like, the trailer doesn't really show a whole lot of the no. actual story, which is a little I wanted some substance here, but all we got was like sighting news stories of those sightings of the Toxic Avenger, and then there's like a robbery, and the Toxic Avenger shows up and takes some dude's jaw off. Yeah, which is cool. That was pretty cool. But like, yeah, I'm hearing a lot of a lot of buzz about this movie, and I'm very curious to see it. I'm actually kind of excited after watching the trailer. Is this a movie going to theaters? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I know it's in Fantastic Fest right now, I believe. Oh, okay. So, it's just doing the uh, festival runs until it's maybe picked up by somebody else. I don't know if Elijah Wood's company does this remake, because he's done, he did the Maniac remake, right? And he did a couple other, like, low-budget horror movies that he wants to remake. Um, I don't know if his company did this, or, you know, Troma ended up doing the remake and then just added a bunch of really big stars to it, which I don't know where they got the budget for, but... Mm -hmm. I'm curious. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One other thing, the talk to me hand that also could be it's just another thing that I has been popping up with the incense holder thing. Oh yeah. Kind of wish it wasn't an incense holder. I know, me too. <laughs> okay. Because I want one so bad for our fireplace or our coffee table or something. It's yeah. so cool. But like, why did you have to put that in there? I don't know. So A24's released that they're doing the hand prop replica on their website for like $110 US. Yeah. And it's right down to the details and apparently it's actual size, but there's it's an incense. Yeah, there's hole. a hole in the top. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember how big the hole was. Do you? Was it like a loony? It's probably. Yeah. It was just kind of dumb. Yeah. What was the point? I'd prefer just. It doesn't the... even really relate to the movie. No. No, not at all. <laughs> like, why? why? Why did we do this? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just felt like they had to add a feature to it or something. So people buy it as home decor. Yeah. But people like... will buy it as is. <laughs> <laughs> I am people. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll change it. Yeah. But anyway, just something I wanted to throw in there. We did an episode on that. If you haven't listened to it, go check it out. Yeah, um, All right. You want to get into our, t our top tens? Sure. Who's going first? 
Um, I'll go first just to get my controversial top ten out of the way. Okay. For how low it is. Okay. So my top ten for horror movies you need to watch this Halloween or spooky. You're going with your ten first. Yeah. So do my lowest one. Okay. I went with Halloween 1978 for my number ten. Okay. It has an IMDb score of 7.7 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes is 96%. And here are my two interesting facts. The original screenplay was written within two weeks. And John Carpenter's intent with the creature, with the, sorry, character of Michael Myers was that the audience should never relate to him. Okay. All right. It's controversial because it's so low and it's Halloween. That's all right because it actually isn't on my list. I know, but you Which have, uh... is more controversial. My pick is more controversial. I know. <laughs> but I do have to say it's in my honorable mentions because I, I actually considered it for my list. Because it is one of those movies that I would probably throw on during spooky season, maybe while I'm cleaning or something, just to have like the music in the background. Like yep. it is very like it's got the Halloween theme, right? So yeah. you hear it everywhere in October, and it's like I cannot like I put it on one year when I was pumpkin carving, and like so it is. It's it, it's hard not to put it on the list. It's really hard. I know. There's just so many other movies that I'm more driven to. I know, like, I, it felt obligated to put it on. Yeah. And the, Halloween is not my favorite franchise. No, me it's, neither. It's a franchise I very rarely, rarely visit. Like, I... I, I like the newer ones more. Yeah, like, I... Besides I, Ends. Yeah, <laughs> Ends is its own yeah. creature. But, like, I even intended on going back and rewatching Halloween Kills sometime this... Yeah. Fall, but honestly, I don't think I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Like, and I, I won't probably put on Halloween 1978. It's just, I didn't grow up with it, so. Yeah. It's just not my movie. Yeah, I didn't grow up watching it either. I, more so when I was older, I, I put it on during spooky season, but still, it's not one that I'm, I maybe did that twice. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So. Let the haters commence in the comments section. I know. People are not going to be impressed with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's your top? What's your number 10? My number 10 is Beetlejuice, 1988. Mm, I made my long list. Okay. Yeah. This is just one of those movies that was always on TV during October. Mm-hmm. So, like, growing up, like, it would just always be there. <laughs> yep. Um, it has a 7.5 on IMDb and 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's just fun. Um, so my two fun facts, this is a long one, fuck, (laughs) I don't know why I do this to myself. (laughs) According to Michael Keaton, the Beetlejuice character was described to him by director Tim Burton as having lived in every time period, but no time period. Keaton used this as the jump off, jumping off point to create the character with such features as a shock hairdo, mold makeup, and large teeth. He said that when he first showed up to the set as Beetlejuice, the crew was chanting, juice, juice, juice. This got him excited for his role. Hmm. <laughs> and my second fun fact is the visual effects budget was just one million, a major factor in Tim Burton deciding to make the effects look as tacky and B-movie as possible. It makes sense. Yeah. But, oh. No, go for it. This is just one of those fun movies that you can throw on for spooky season. And, like, even, like, all the stores have, like, Beetlejuice decor. Like, we grab a sign that says Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. It's in our kitchen. And, like, it's just one of those movies. Yeah, it's definitely a staple of October. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Michael Keaton's incredible in that movie. Yeah. And I'm actually looking forward to the next Beetlejuice movie just to see what they do with it. I'm curious. It, I'm glad that everybody is back. Me too. You know, Michael Keaton's back. Uh, Winona Ryder is also coming back. Mm-hmm. Her mom's coming back. Yeah. Tim Burton is back, which is huge, because I wasn't sure if he was going to be down the fly with this or not. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what they do with it. Definitely. Um, also, the... I lost my train of thought. It's really bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll move on. Okay. <laughs> So we're on my number nine. Yeah, what do you got? I got Hell House LLC. Oh, okay. Released in 2015 with an IMDb rating of 6.4 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 75%. 
Um, my fun facts are the abandoned hotel does not exist in real life, but the movie was filmed at the Wardorf, Waldorf Hotel in Langlington. Um, and after one scare, after one of the scares for Paul that runs, when Paul runs out of the strobe light room, he throws up for real on camera. <laughs> Now, I added this because I felt like I needed a touristy attraction movie. Yep. Like a haunted attraction. Yep. I felt like one of them had to be on my list. Yep. And I feel like this movie was scarier than Hellfest. Oh, yeah. This movie is probably one of the most effective movies for me right now. Like, it's hard to scare us right now. In at this general. age. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a great movie to have on your list. It's not on my list um, because I have too many others. Yeah. Um, I do have a haunted attraction movie on my list, though. <laughs> yeah, I'll I just it, but... I just thought it was a good a good one to put on. It is. It is, definitely, because haunted attractions pop up all the time this time of year, right? So, yeah. it's fun to watch those movies. Feels like it could almost happen to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, um, before we continue, um, did you have any, what, we should have, we should have brought up what our, like, criterias were for this. Oh, how we made the list? Yeah. I think just the way I made my list is just... Ones that I want to... Movies that I would put on in September and October um, that I feel are festive. And mm-hmm. they're kind of movies that... For example, if I got a craving to watch Beetlejuice in February, I'm not going to put it on. But that's just me. I know a lot of people say, oh, I just watch whatever I'm feeling. For me, there's certain movies I will only watch in September and October because I want to keep them special. Okay. So that's my way of making my list I guess okay. yeah what about you I kind of went all over the map like I went with movies I grew up with watching movies I used yeah. to watch on TV as a kid all the time yeah and then movies that I tried to get a couple of, like scary ones that are also appropriate for the time yep uh, a comedy there might be a musical there might be a child's movie in my list mm, okay so I kind of went all over the board okay Okay. Yeah, I agree with the ones growing up with, too. Yeah. I definitely grew up with some of these. Okay, sorry. Moving on. What's your That's number okay. nine? My number nine is Practical Magic, 1998. Um, IMDb score is 6.3 and Rotten Tomatoes, 23%. I just, I really like this movie. It's really girly and cute. And I've never seen it. I know, we have it, so you're going to have to watch it. I know, we do. It's just about these two girls that grow up in a family of magic and they kind of pretty sure they kind of shy away from it but they're also like cursed and if they fall in love with someone that man is pretty much doomed but Hmm. it's good it's it's good it's fun i don't know if you would like it particularly but (laughs) you can give it a shot Mm, uh, nicole kidman and uh sandra bullock are really fun in it Hmm. yeah that might be a half hour make it in and shut it off for me movie that's fine (laughs) Um, so my two fun facts are the cast said they felt supernatural elements of the house started to affect them. Both the cast and crew claim they heard supernatural noises while filming the coven scene at the end. Uh, the ants in the movie frequently wear clothing and styles that were popular in the early 20th century, suggesting that they really are much older than they appear to be. Hmm. Yeah. It's a cute movie. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's one I would watch in this time of year. So. Okay. Yeah. What's your number eight? Oh, my number eight is Poltergeist, which was released in 1982. It has an IMDb score of 7.3 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 88%. My two fun facts are Heather O'Rourke kept the pet goldfish that her character Carol Ann has in the movie. Okay. And real human, well, this is like classically known to everybody. I, I might have chalked this one up. The real human skeletons were used in the pool scene since it was cheaper than buying fake ones. Oh, I didn't know that, but I also haven't seen the movie. 
Oh, it's like cursed. It's like one of those cursed movies. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's just a classic. This movie was on ev- all the time during Halloween season. Hmm. All the time. And like me and my mom would sit down and watch it. I think maybe it was just too scary for me when I was younger, so I didn't grow up with it. Oh, maybe. Because I was a chicken shit back then. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. more on the Disney Channel. <laughs> I think it's PG-13. Yeah. But like, yeah, the, there's some pretty scary moments in there. Dude ripped his like face off and stuff and like. Yeah, that would have been a little much for me. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a great movie. Um, the ghosts all still hold up pretty well. The clowns. It's produced by like Steven Spielberg and directed by Toby Hooper, who did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's good. Cool. Um, what is your number eight? So while you were watching Poltergeist, I was watching Halloween Town, nineteen ninety eight. I I I knew this movie was going to be on your list. It has to be, even at my age of 31 years old i will still watch it i watched it last year yeah you did like i this movie is just so cute and nostalgic for me um has a 6.6 on imdb and an 83 percent on rotten tomatoes and like the movie's not even a great movie it's just so cheesy and cute and like it's just it's just a classic Um, Halloween Town was Disney Channel's second original movie in production, but by the time the film was made, it was the fourth to be aired. Originally, it was slated for NBC, and it was actually supposed to be darker and scarier, but they passed, and Disney picked it up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Benny, the sassy skeleton taxi driver, was actually a robot. (laughs) Yeah, he's definitely an animatronic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I got. Okay. Yeah, I think you made me sit through that last year, didn't you? Did I? I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You made me watch a couple last year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Which I know those other ones are also going to be on your list. Maybe. I can I can almost like guarantee I know your list. Okay. Pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? Number eight. Number seven. Oh, sorry. Number seven. Number seven, I have Sinister, which was released in 2012. IMDb is 6.8 out of 10, and Rotten Tomatoes is 63%. Okay. My fun facts are there is no sex, very little blood, and cursing because the filmmakers wanted a PG-13 ratings, but still got a rated R due to its content. Hmm. Um, And Ethan Hawke plays a writer in the movie, which he is in real life, writing two novels, The Hottest State and Ash Wednesday. Okay. Now, this is my scary movie I decided to put on. Yeah. Because it's very dark, uh, just dripping with atmosphere, mm-hmm. and the eight millimeter tapes are so effective. And this movie is in, like, what, the study was done in 20, 2020, where they, like, heart monitored, like, a whole bunch of people watching scary movies, and this is, like... The top movie. Yeah, this yeah. has been given the scariest movie of all time. It is creepy. And it's, like, set around fall. Like, the Ethan Hawke's always in a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got to be set around in the fall time. Yeah, even, like, the the little video clippings look like it's kind of fall. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them. But, yeah, this is... I, I wanted to get one that's, like, truly going to freak people out when they watch it, if you haven't seen it. It is freaky. I'd like to do a rewatch of it, actually, because it is definitely... The, the clips are really effective, like you said. Yeah. And then this, I like, uh, deputy so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah, I love that comic relief character. He's Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. What do you got for number seven? I got House of a Thousand Corpses. I, yep. (laughs) I, I, I was going to put a Rob Zombie movie on here and then I was like, I can't see myself ever watching it. No. Around Halloween. Like maybe, maybe after, like, cause we did what? We did Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie month this year so like yeah. maybe give me another year or so before yeah. we dive back into some robs that's fair 2003 imdb is six and Ron tomatoes is 21 percent. i don't know this movie is just so wacky and fun and colorful and it's set it's set on halloween and you see pumpkins every now and then like i know it's not like halloween in your face but like it feels halloween to me so i really like this one yeah it's set at halloween yeah i know yeah I like it. They they dress up too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is definitely one that I'll probably watch most years. Yeah. 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 Um, I've already talked about this movie in the past on our podcast, so I'm sorry if I repeat any fun facts. Um, 
don't know if I... Anyway, my fun facts are there's more than one instance where you see a poster for two missing boys. The pictures are actually of Rob Zombie and his brother as children. Uh, most of the cutaway scenes were filmed in Rob Zombie's basement after filming Wrapped. He would invite cast members over on the weekends and shoot footage himself with a 16mm handheld, handheld camera. Which a lot of people know about that, but whatever. Yeah. Whatever. No, no. Some, <laughs> some of the fun facts are just like generic. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Like the skeletons in the pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that though. So. Mm, yeah. True. True. <laughs> but I don't know that movie, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, What's your six? Number six for me is, again, it's a movie that was on all the time for me, anyways, as a child. Okay. Watching when I shouldn't probably have been, but I have The Exorcist. Okay. From 1973. This has a IMDb score of 8.1 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomatoes scores of 78%. Um... My fun facts are, it took 10 years for the novel to be adapted into a film, and it is the highest grossing Warner Brothers movie of all time when adjusted for inflation. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I had to have it on there. Yeah. I know. I feel like this makes my top 10 list quite a bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good movie. I actually was debating on watching it the other day after, like, I watched The Pope's Exorcist and, like, Pray for the Devil. I was like... I should watch a good Exorcist movie. I'm like, maybe I should go back. And plus the new one's coming out too, so I want to revisit it before I go see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love The Exorcist. I think it's great. I haven't seen it since high school. Yeah, I know. Maybe one day. You should just rewatch it. Maybe one day. You should rewatch it with me. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll see. So what do you got for number... This is where things get controversial because I don't have the original Halloween, but I do have Rob Zombie's Halloween, and I paired one and two together because I feel like each year I might kind of alternate which one I watch. Okay. Um, Because I like them both. I like number two more. Okay. Um, But I like them both. I just, I like Rob Zombie's style. I know not everyone appreciates it, but... Um, so the first one was 2007 with an IMDb of 6 and uh, Rotten Tomatoes 28%. And the second one was 2009, IMDb score 4.8, Rotten Tomatoes of 23%. Mm-hmm. So low. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did one fun fact for each. Okay. Um, so the first movie, the movie was shot in the same town as the original Halloween movie. Mm. And the second movie, John Carpenter was offered a cameo in the film by Rob Zombie, but he turned it down. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these movies are just fun for me. And like, you still get the Halloween, like, feel, right? They definitely feel more Halloween than Halloween does. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, just seasonally. Yeah. Because in the first one, they're, yeah, it, but like the first one was shot in like the summer and they just sprinkled around fake leaves and then they had to collect all the leaves up when they were done shooting and stuff so they could reuse them again later. But yeah, I think there's m- more Halloween feels in the remake than there is the original. Yeah. And I too do like those movies. Not the second one as much as I like. And the second one I like parts of. Yeah. But the whole white horse go shit just I don't like. I don't love that either. And I know a lot of people say Scout Taylor Compton is a little annoying in the second one, but it kinda makes sense for her what she's gone through. Yeah, she's suffering through so. PTSD. It makes so much sense. Yeah. It, but I like when she goes all crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the I like the first one. You know, when the first one came out everybody kinda like bashed it, but I was like, I thought it was good. Like I'm a pretty yeah. Not a big defender of Rob Zombie's movies, but like, I guess a lot of the people have a problem with was that it uh, it went and did its own thing for the first half of the movie, and then by the second half, they just co- copied and pasted the original Halloween. Okay. Which I can understand, but like, it has to kind of follow the footsteps in some way. Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't mind them as much. I think Michael Myers is probably that's like his second most terrifying form. That's for sure. Like, dude mm-hmm. is huge. I know. And yeah, you could easily see him grabbing somebody and like lifting them up with one hand and then stabbing them with a knife and yeah. making them stick to the wall. So I don't think those are bad picks. Okay. 
Yeah, I just, I think if I were to pick between the original and these ones, these are the ones I would throw on. I still would throw the original on during Halloween time. I just couldn't make my list. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to all the fans out there of the OGs. <laughs> yeah. I can already feel the keyboards clicking with hatred. I know. Okay, number five, halfway through. Mm-hmm. My number five is Fright Night. Which is oh. I know I wanted to be, I wanted to watch this so badly before we did this. Yeah. But it's released in 1985. It has an IMDb score of seven out of ten and a Rotten Tomato score of 82 percent. My fun facts are: it took three weeks for writer director Tom Holland to write the script, and the character. This is again everybody knows this. Uh, the character of Peter Vincent is named after two horror icons: Peter Cushing and Vincent Price. Okay. Love this movie. This is a movie that, again, I probably, I didn't, I can't remember if I watched it. I'm sure it was on the Sci-Fi Channel quite a bit when I was growing up, so I'm pretty sure I watched it here and there. But, like, once I grew up and rewatched it, and I was like, this movie's fucking awesome. Like, I loved it so much more than I thought it was going to. Yeah. Um, I love the Peter, Peter Vincent character. He's just like one of those old school TV personas, you know, like uh, Vincent Price and Peter Cushing, clearly, because that's what he's based off of. But I, I just love that aspect, and I think it's got a really good story. It's got a, uh, who's that handsome dude that plays the vampire? <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, no, that's off of my noodle anyways. But it's basically like, uh, it's like a older Disturbia, but with vampires, right? So yeah. I also enjoy that story quite a bit mm-hmm. so if it was like if it was like disturbia with werewolves i'd probably like that just as much as well as long as it was done well yeah yeah i know i like that whole storyline too yeah that's a good pick i forgot about that one to be honest i know you said you wanted to watch it with me and i'm like we i know i want to watch it too but then the dogs happened and then yeah know, I, forgot I, know. About it. I know okay my number five is hocus pocus yep <laughs> 1993 IMDb of 6.9, Rotten Tomatoes 40%. Again, this is just one that's on every year on TV when I was growing up. So <laughs> it's just one of those movies I have to watch every year. And I still like it as an adult. It's still got some adult humor in it. And like Sarah Jessica Parker's character is like flirty and fun. And I just, I can't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> Love all the Hocus Pocus decor we get this time of year too. It's just so good. Um, so the role of Max was originally offered to Leonardo DiCaprio, but he turned it down to appear in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Um, did I say IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes? No. 6.9 and 40%. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember if I said that. Um, and it was filmed over five months in Salem, Massachusetts and numerous other locations. Hmm. Yeah, this one's just the classic. (laughs) This is the one you made me watch last year. Yeah. Because I had never seen it before. And you didn't mind it. No, it's all right. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Still holds up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. Probably yeah. won't watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I like Doug Jones in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like him too. Yeah. Is that my phone? No, it was probably me. Oh, Sorry. Me. Um. All right. Let's see, number four. Mm-hmm. My number four is... The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> it was released in 1975. It has an IMDb score of 7.4 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 79%. This is uh, the theatrical movie debut of Tim Curry, which I did not know. Okay. Um, and Dr. Everett V. Scott crashes through the wall for his entrance because set builders forgot to put up an extra door. Okay. I was wondering when you said there might be a musical on your list. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? The Rocky Horror fucking picture show. (laughs) The phenomenon that happens around this season when, like, this with this movie. I know. Everyone goes to the theater dressed up. Yeah. Which I have yet to do. Everybody. My mom does it. I know. I want to do it too on here. Yeah, I'd like to too. Yeah, this movie is great. It's so much fun. I know, and it's always on TV during the time of year, too, so... Oh, yeah. I don't know how I forgot about it. Yeah, Tim Curry, I think, uh, who's, uh, Sandra... I'm so bad with names, I don't uh, know. She's in 
Oh, she's not in one of the movies you mentioned. I can't remember what her name is, but she's a really good actress. She's in it. Meatloaf is in it. You know, all the songs are super catchy. and mm-hmm. It's just a really good time all around. Yeah, that's a good pick. Thanks. I'm glad someone said it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go for, like, the good ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my number four. This is the one I scratched out last minute. Um, oh, and put one in. Okay, I'm going to explain myself here. I did have Scream. Oh, which I knew would be on the list. Yeah, so I scratched it out because something else popped up in my head that I realized I probably might watch more Spooky Season. Whereas Scream used to be for me a movie I watched Spooky Season only. I think I've kind of grown from that and now it's kind of a whenever I feel like it movie. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was really an October movie. Um, and I know not a lot of people might agree with that because there's so many Scream fans out there. But it was one of those movies that was on TV around the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Years. Like so, the first trilogy. Yeah. So that's why I crossed it out and I added in um, The House is October Built. Oh, okay. Because I really like that movie. It's another haunted attraction one. Um, I think I watched it last year. Like, I I really like watching that movie. I don't know why. It really creeps me out, too. Like, not in the same way that Hell House LLC does, but still gives me the creeps. Like, when that girl goes on the bus and she's got, like, hardly any hair and she yeah. starts screaming. Oh, she's so creepy. But I love the movies where they go into haunted attractions around this time of year, like we had already discussed. But... Yeah, I really wanted that movie to be on my list. Um, so that's 2014. IMDb is 5.1 and 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I did not find too many fun facts uh, last minute here before we started filming or recording. Um, let's see. I did find the first film was initially funded completely out of the pockets of the cast, who were also the crew. Hmm. Um, there's like a few of these movies. We watched all of them at one point. There's two. Is there only two? Yep. Oh, I thought there was three for some reason. Okay. And then filming in the haunted houses was difficult. Recording audio in them near impossible. Shot in standard definition to maintain a cheap documentary feel. The film was finally finished right as the Paranormal Activity series began to take off, resulting in several potential distributors thinking houses would be more of the same and disappointed it was not. I could see that. Yeah, but I really like this one. It's very festive, in my opinion. So. Yeah, I don't really remember it. Really? No. It's the uh, the group of friends. They go on a bus. They travel together and travel to all these different. They like haunted house hop. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I just don't remember like the general scares or anything like that. Oh, okay. Just other than like the girl getting on the bus. Yeah. That's like an iconic scene from that movie. That's one I actually might throw on this year again. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, yeah, I remember you showed me them. We watched them together. Yeah. For the first time. And I just feel like, I don't know. I don't hear it talked about enough. I feel like more people talk about Hell House and talk about Hellfast and those ones. When this Haunt. Haunt as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one's, I don't know. I just really like it. I like the cast, too. They're just fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I sw- swapped out for Scream. It really hurts my heart because <laughs> I love Scream, but I mean... Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So we are on number three. Uh, yeah. My number three is Monster House. Oh, so good. Uh (laughs) I wish I had room on my list for that movie. Uh, yeah, it was one of the first ones. I actually, the first four, no, the first five I wrote down without looking anything up. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I know those ones for sure. So Monster House was released in 2006. It has an IMDb of 6.6 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 75%. Uh, My fun facts are Monster House takes place in 1983. Really? I had no idea. Me neither. Never would have thought that. And then uh, the joke about the house, house's UV love with with Chowder, mishearing it and claiming it's... The girl house actually foreshadows that he was correct. That's that's the part that sticks out every time I think of that movie. I know, it's same. so funny. It's, a, it's, got, it's got a uvula. So it's a girl house. 
That movie's so good. I think I watched it uh, when we were living in Delhi. Without me? I don't know. I feel like it was just on in the living room. You were probably like drinking with the guys or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because I haven't seen it in a while, and I want to watch it this year. Yeah. I'm it's, definitely it's really it. good. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. I remember my brother watched the shit out of this movie when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. I did, too. Yeah. yeah, it's a good pick. I wish that was on my list. That's my one children movie okay. that I had to throw on the list. Yep. All right, my number three is Ginger Snaps, which I have already watched this year. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> sure if that one was going to make your list or not. Yeah, it will. It did. Good good Canadian-made movie. <laughs> yeah. This was 2000, and IMDb is 6.8. Rotten Tomatoes is 90%. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, this was, again, just another movie, always on in October. I really like it. I don't ever remember catching this movie on TV. I do. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and when I think of this movie, I think of Spooky Season, so that's why it's on here. Um, Catherine Isabel and Emily Perkins auditioned on the same day. So they're the two leads. Um, they were also born in the same hospital, attended the same preschool, elementary school, and private school, and worked through the same television agency. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, weird. Small world, yeah. Yeah. Um, director John Fawcett refused to have CGI effects in the film, opting for all of the special creature effects to be done with prosthetics and makeup. Good man. Yeah, it's a... <sighs> forgot how bloody this movie was too like when i just rewatched it again a few weeks ago i was like man this movie's good (laughs) (laughs) i just love the morbid sisters like it's it's just so good yeah yeah it's definitely one i like to watch this time of year yeah i don't even know how i came about watching that for the first time no no i don't it might have been when i was older i don't remember watching that one i'm pretty sure i streamed it yeah yeah I watched it a couple times during spooky season when I was younger, and then I revisited it again. It took me a while to revisit it, but I watched it when I was living at my parents' house again, probably around just after we met. I watched it in October, and then I think I've watched it again, another spooky season, and then this spooky season. (laughs) So, yeah, I love it. Okay. Because we're down to our top twos. Mm-hmm. So. I'm wondering what your number one is. Oh, it's pretty easy to guess, I think. Okay. So my number two is going to be Terrifier 2. Oh. Yes. It was released in 2022. It has an IMDb score of 6.1 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomato score of 85%. Okay. Um... My fun facts are scenes that were shot in the Terrifier haunted house were filmed in a real haunted house uh, called Fright Factory in Philadelphia. Lauren Lavera is trained in martial arts and she did most of her own stunts. Alright. I don't know why I forgot about those ones. I know because they both take place on Halloween. And we watched them the past two Halloweens. Yep. On Halloween. <laughs> well, the two years ago we watched... No. Last year we watched the first Terrifier, didn't we? Maybe. Yeah. I don't think we watched it on Halloween, though. I thought we did, because I remember pausing it and thinking, oh, these kids are going to oh, yeah. see the screen or something yeah. with the girl getting sawed in half. Yeah, okay, yeah, we Yeah, did. we did. Yeah. The year before was... Uh, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat, yeah. Yep. I love this movie. I think it's so much fun. Yeah. It's long, but I think it's good. And there's so many, like, you know, you get to go shopping, costume shopping with their, uh, like, uh trick-or-treat store and yeah you know he still does all the pumpkin stuff and what's he uh doesn't he like uh give kids candy from the mom's head or something like that yeah i think so yeah it's been it's, a minute since we've seen it but yeah it's so bloody and gory and just so much fun yeah i love it and the clown is just like a huge staple now so yeah i think this is one i'm gonna re- I'm, I'm probably gonna revisit the second one more than i am the first one me too. I think because we did revisit the first one last year, and I didn't love it as much as I did originally. Yeah. It's good for the gore, but it definitely drags at times. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good pick. Hmm. I wonder what your number two is. The Craft. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yep. 1996, IMDb 6.4, 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Another one that I grew up with watching every spooky season, always on TV during this time of year, and I just love witchy stuff and this is the witchiest of witchy movies there is (laughs) (laughs) i love all the girls in it i love them discovering their powers and when they're like in a circle in their like bedroom just like doing fun spells and like getting all excited and but what is a feather stiff as a board it's just shit like you would do as a kid with your girlfriends but like obviously nothing actually happened but in this movie it does (laughs) (laughs) um Robin Tooney wore an auburn wig throughout filming because she shaved her head for her role in Empire Records, which wrapped up a month before production started on this film. And one scene involved using over 3,000 snakes, including pythons, boas, water snakes, garter snakes, rat snakes, and ten, a 10-foot Amazon constrictor, and even rare albino snakes. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love this movie. Had to be on here. It's got, like, all those classic youngsters from that age too like skeet aldrich is in it yeah all all four of the main actresses are like very well known Mm -hmm. even i think there's another couple of the guys that are pretty well known in that movie yeah for some reason i always think seth rogan's in that movie but i always think he's in he's in donnie darko as like a bully oh okay because they wear the same kind of preppy like school uniform oh okay in donnie darko okay that's fine yeah, that's my number two. All right. Well, my number one. I didn't, I'm not going to do a drum roll, but my number one is Trick or Treat. That's my number one, too. I figured. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see if we have the same fun facts. I know. I tried to pick, I don't know. I just kind of went with random ones that I saw, but okay. uh, it's released in 2007. It has an IMDb score of 6.7 out of 10 and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 82%. My fun facts are the origin for Sam's name is from Sam Hain, the origins of Halloween itself. And many of the kids trick-or-treating on the streets were actually played by little people because uh, child actors were not allowed to work at those hours. Oh, yeah, You have different facts than me. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I have the performers under the masks playing the kids on the school bus all have real disabilities or injuries, and they apparently had a blast during the shoot. Oh, okay. And Anna Packin's character, Lori, is named after Lori Strode from Halloween 1978. Oh, interesting. Which I didn't know. I didn't know that either. You showed me this movie. So this wasn't something I grew up with. Well, it's 2007. Yeah, no, I didn't like grow up watching this one. So I remember watching a trailer for this movie mm-hmm. on some dvd way back in the day and i thought it looked awesome and then it totally dropped off the radar Mm -hmm. it never i think i bought it years later and i finally got to watching it and i was like this is like the best perfect little halloween movie it is it's got it's an anthology so you get all kinds of different stories all the stories tie in together like you can see characters throughout the night in different scenes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so that's always fun to watch when you're re-watching the movie and it's just, it's a Halloween horror movie. There's Halloween everywhere in this movie. It's yeah. Pumpkins. Uh, it's just dressed up like crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's something I also really love about the movie. And it's it's a movie I definitely would like to put on every Halloween. Yeah, me too. I'm actually already thinking about watching it yep. in the next couple weeks. Um, I love Sam. Yeah, Sam's awesome. Like, what an icon. And it's so unfortunate he's only been in one movie. Yeah, and the movie has really blown up in terms of even just, like, decor at Spirit Halloween. And, like, it's so popular now, too. Yeah. Like, like, I didn't really know about it growing up. You weren't... Once the movie, like, bombed in theaters because it didn't get, like, proper yeah uh, advertising yeah yeah i didn't know about it and then you showed it to me and ever since i've watched it every year i think yeah like we have a sam uh days till halloween we have a wreath we have a sam wreath we, we... have a sam like doll like, that's big oh, right behind you yeah he's holding a pumpkin <laughs> yeah um it's just so festive exactly and michael dogtree i believe is the director's name he just went all out in halloween and in this movie and he loves the season so that's why he also did Krampus too right and it's so okay. festive in its own right um but yeah uh trick or treat true too is in the works they say I freaking hope so me too I hope they bring Sam back <laughs> me too 
Yeah. And I hope it's just as festive and cute and still like scary scary and gory <laughs> and even just the opening of that movie is good like with the girl on the lawn yep Ugh. yeah i hope they do another anthology i hope that they don't change the structure at all me too because i loved how all the stories tied in together yeah there's some good actors in it too i'd like to see a new town a new small town new characters new stories mm-hmm. or even if it like takes place on the same night interweaving between the original film Oh, be kind of cool too, that'd but be cool. that'd be hard. It would be. You can't get all those people back, I don't think, for yeah doing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope it comes. That would be amazing. I think it would be a huge hit now because everyone loves this movie now. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Should we run through our top tens again for everybody? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. So at my number ten, I had Halloween, nineteen seventy-eight. For my number nine, I had Hell House LLC from 2015. My number nine is Poltergeist from 1982. Seven is Sinister, released in 2012. Uh, the number six is The Exorcist, released in 1973. My number five is Fright Night, released in 1985. My number four is The Rocky Horror Picture Show, released in 1975. My number three is Monster House, released in 2006. My number two is Terrifier 2, released in 2022. And then my number one is Trick or Treat, released in 2007. All right. Number 10 is Beetlejuice, 1988. Number nine is Practical Magic, 1998. Number eight is Halloween Town, 1998. (laughs) Seven is House of a Thousand Corpses, 2003. Number six is Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2, 2007-2009. Number five is Hocus Pocus, 1993. Number four is The House is October Built, 2014. Three is Ginger Snaps, 2000. Number two is The Craft, 1996. And number one is Trick or Treat, 2007. Nice. I got some honorable mentions, if I could read through them. I have two as well. I don't have any fun facts or release dates for them, though. I don't either. I just okay. wanted to mention some that I like to watch around spooky season. That just didn't make the list. Um, I'd like to add on a couple, like Rocky Horror Picture Show and Monster House. No, you can't do that. Those are mine. <laughs> um, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire. This is just such a cute movie that I grew up watching, and I actually tried to put it on the other day, but our TV crapped out. Yeah, I And I, I watched it when we lived in Delhi too, I'm pretty sure. It's just such a cute movie. Okay. Um, it's also got like Laura Vandervoort in it and a girl from the Sabrina show back in the day. Anyway, uh, Haunted Mansion. With Eddie Murphy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We haven't seen the new one yet. I want to though. Yeah. Um, Adam's Family, 1991. Okay. And I threw Scream on there because it has to be on there. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. What do you got? I got, uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay, yeah. That one, I believe, takes place in the fall as well. And that one's just another genuinely scary exorcist movie. Mm-hmm. You know? It works very well. It's not childish or anything like that, so I definitely don't recommend for children, because it will scare the fuck out of them. I haven't watched it in years. No, it's so good. Yeah. Um, my other honorable mention, I'm going to say, is actually Van Helsing, which is staring me right in the face right now. Because okay. it just involves, like, I I would say any of the modern, uh, universal monster movies from, like, the 50s and 30s and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, all those movies are also classics that, have, that are on all the time during Halloween time. But uh, for somebody that didn't grow up with them on all the time, this is a movie that I did grow up with all the time that has all the universal monsters in them, mm-hmm. essentially. And, you know, it stars Hugh Jackman and Kate Beckinsale and... It's got uh, yeah, all the Universal Monsters. I was a kid growing up, so as a kid I loved it. And I haven't rewatched it yet, but I definitely plan on it shortly. Okay. Yeah. I've never seen it. I think... No, we haven't. No. I haven't watched it with you. Yeah. All right. All right. That wraps it up. Yep. We have no idea what we're doing next week yet. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about it. Not a clue. I feel like I've been so out of the loop with everything in the horror community right now, even though I'm trying to post, but yeah. 
We'll, yeah. we'll come up with something. Whose pick is it? I don't remember. What What did we do last? Mm. Let me check. It's been two weeks. I know. I feel like it was your pick last. Uh, possession of Michael King you did with AJ. Oh, that was my pick with AJ, yeah. Yeah. So it's your pick. All right. All right. I'll think of something. I might just go with Night of the Demons because we both want to see it. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to wait to watch it then? Because we were going to plan on watching it tonight. Um, yeah, we could pick something else for tonight. Okay. Yeah. Dan Helsing? <laughs> we'll see. We'll talk about it. Um, yeah, I think that'll be the next pick. Okay. Don't, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it will be. Okay. Okay. All right. That's a new movie that we, well, not a new movie, but it's a movie neither of us has seen. Exactly, yeah. yeah. All right, you want to plug our accounts? Sure. We are Our Life in Horror, and you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and X. Um, we are also on Patreon, where you get bonus episodes, After Hours Pods, which we are about to record right after this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also have a Discord that you're available to go into, where we talk about our favorite favorite movies stuff we've been watching what's going on in our lives just you know we're just a tight-knit little community and we'd love to have you in there mm-hmm. um we are our email is our life and horror at hotmail.com where you guys can send us in uh critiques any you know comments suggestions things you don't like things you want us to ditch you know whatever movie suggestions you know hook us up and let's see what you got mm-hmm. we're always in to watch something new and fun Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Stay spooky.